You said that if the Nuremberg principles were applied, every post-World War II president would be uh, indictable. It's probably true. Bush won. <sighs> well, uh, for, we can begin with the invasion of Panama. Uh, the invasion of Panama, which according to the Panamanians, killed about 3,000 people since it's never investigated. We don't know if that's true or not. Uh, this was done in order to uh, kidnap a uh, disobedient thug who had been supported by the United States right through his worst atrocities. Noriega. Noriega. He was brought to Florida and tried for crimes that he committed mostly on the CIA payroll. Okay, that's aggression. Uh, we could go into the details of the war in Iraq. Uh, but uh, uh, there were plainly opportunities for, they might not have worked, we don't know, but there were opportunities for diplomatic settlement, which the Bush administration refused to consider, and incidentally the pre press would not report with a single exception, and Long Island Newsday, which did report the whole story throughout accurately, and is the only newspaper in the country to have done so. Uh, the uh, uh, Bush administration then did attack, and uh, the attack was uh, carried out in, uh, in a manner which is criminal under the laws of war. Um, they attacked uh, uh, infrastructure. I mean, if you attack New York City and you destroy the electrical system, the power system, the sewage systems, and so on, that amounts to biological warfare, and that's the nature of the attack. Uh, then came a sanctions regime, which uh, mostly Clinton, but began with Bush, which is, by conservative estimates, killed hundreds of thousands of people while strengthening Saddam Hussein. That takes us off to Clinton, which, that's the beginning, but that's by no means the end. We could run through it, well, run through it. that one case suffices. But they're fine. Bush Hello everyone, welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie Wheel Third. I'm Jack Allison. Um, JDB had to um, take this episode off uh, because he's camping. He's mm -hmm. camping, um, doing that. Getting you know, in tune with nature and, uh, you know, I, I guess probably smoking weed if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah, prob most likely. <laughs> I've never actually been camping. My, this really dismays my wife so much. But I, uh, I don't care for it too much, to be honest <laughs> with you. I don't like it. A lot yeah. of the outdoor stuff I'm not that into. I like the indoor stuff better. Yeah, it's, it's not even that. It's just that, like, I'm black. So um, black people don't camp. Oh really? Uh, no. Uh, if you ever watch, if you ever have seen a stand-up comedy special from a black person from like say <laughs> 2007 <laughs> to like 2014, there's like you know a few jokes about how we camped uh, for 400 years. That was called slavery. Ah. You know, it's very funny jokes. But yeah, yeah we just never. I, it, it just wasn't a thing my uh, family did. I'm not necessarily adverse you know my family it? never really did it i did it like i think once because i was like a i think i was a boy scout for like six months and i did it once with the boy scouts and then i uh well the only other times i've camped it's been like called camping but you're really just going to like drink beers with people you know yeah at, i've like, done that grounds <laughs> i've done that sort of camping but my wife she likes that kind but also like the real oh like, no no deal, no not like, for me not for me 
I don't need to sleep on the ground. There's like, you know, there's beds you can sleep in now. We don't need to sleep on the ground anymore. I would actually love to go to like a cabin, you know, nice yeah. cabin, nice warm cabin, yeah. nice warm cabin, cabin with insulation, central heating, <laughs> um, new IKEA furniture, yeah. Wi-Fi enabled everything. Very good internet would be very nice. High yes. speed internet would be key, to be honest with you. In fact, the cabin could be anywhere as long as I had the high speed internet. So <laughs> you know, put the cabin like wherever you like it, frankly. Yeah, there needs to be like a, a genre of camping for people who just like want to be in something made out of wood. And that's like the most rugged thing uh, yeah. that there is. Yeah, and that's what this episode is about. Camping. A very, a bit, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, a, it's about, you know, a very rugged man. Yeah. Um, who recently passed yeah. away. Um, Fortunately, fortunately, we're not well, we're not going to do the thing we we've done before where we'll pretend um, like this person well, wasn't a piece I will. of garbage. <laughs> maybe I'll do it for a little bit. Why not? <laughs> well, but we yes, do that. <laughs> of course, George um, Hershey H. Walker Bush H W. You see, there's the two different ones. One has the H. There's the H one, and then there's the the no H, just W one. George George Hitler Witch <laughs> Bush has died and yeah. everyone is happy about it. Like you know, it's, it kind of rules. Yeah, I mean, you know, other than cable news, which has been just horrendous in its hagiography over uh, the last few days, and I think that they really have to be. Uh, but you know, we were talking before this, and I think, and you made the point, and I think you're correct that this is the first time that people you know, aren't really out there scolding people for being happy about a politician's death. And I yeah. think that's a huge, that's a really huge step for us uh, here online. It is, it is. The only, compare compared, uh, when John McCain died to oh. now, like a lot of like centrists and liberals learn their fucking lesson and <laughs> learn that, you know, you can't yell at people for saying it's bad that like the worst serial killers in the world die like that's you can't you can't shame people with that yeah. like that that you know the kayfabe doesn't only works to a certain point <laughs> when you when people are just saying hey this person killed thousands of people in right. my country um you can't just say well you can't wag your finger at them and say wait till the at least wait till the body is cold we have a family no i don't think george H. The thing w. Bush george, george hw bush uh is that there's like not a t like you look at this guy's history and there's not even like a period of time like okay i can kind of even understand why people who are not that bright or into politics can like fall for the john mccain is a great man thing because like if you look at it and you're not that smart you're like oh he went to war and like that makes him a wonderful heroic man but if you just look at george hw bush's biography there's like not a period of time when he like seemed like a good man you, like, have, you have to well he he did go to world war ii but that was a yeah. long time ago yes and but, i mean he was also a rich kid going into world i mean i guess he was i guess he's exactly the same as john mccain just like a little bit earlier yeah i think the difference with with uh George H.W. Bush is that like the only thing that has brought him into anyone's good graces is just like time right since he left office like that's it not he has done nothing people kind of just remember like 
that his like voice was funny. Like people have like a kind of nostalgic, just like uh, you know, they vaguely remember that he was president at the same time that like Rugrats was on. So they like there's like an appeal. Yeah, like there's he like he hasn't done anything to redeem himself. He's much like a Bob Dole type guy, which is just like he was this very nineties, you know, piece of shit Republican yeah. who got his ass kicked by some fucking yokel from Arkansas Terrible. and then just went away for yeah. like I mean a- Mike Pence version one is what I, I I tweeted that out, but I'm like he's one of these guys that was like an establishment Republican that they like installed because against all odds some like actor guy who can barely like put two words together became the republican nominee for president yeah, and they were so, like, he's like the exact he's like version one of mike pence like this guy that was installed because they're like fuck what are we gonna do like this guy like, like yeah they literally put like a cia <laughs> former like, cia head <laughs> under him just in case just to make it very clear that reagan is going to um play ball but right. yeah like he was i it's been very refreshing to see like not just all the usual you know people out there you know virgil had a very funny tweet saying that uh, george aw bush uh lost finally lost his battle to no nut november (laughs) 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 but but we didn't just see the usual suspects there were a lot of people either you know saying like hey he wasn't actually really that great a guy we probably shouldn't celebrate that uh you know him you know fabricating the reason to go to war with iraq which his son ultimately fulfilled uh uh about a decade later in a conflict that's still ongoing basically Uh or you know or his thank you you to the bush family for for getting that thing done for us thank you to one rich family who wanted to make that sure that we stay in a forever war with another country yeah, and, and got it happened. His long history of racism, the yeah. Willie Horton ad, the tough on crime stance that he took, which also made Bill Clinton saw what happened with Willie Horton and how that took down the caucus. And then Bill Clinton was like, okay, I'm going to start executing some mentally un- uh, yeah. disabled black guys. This is not me exaggerating. That's escalation. Yeah. No, the, that's Bill true. Clinton literally saw what happened to the caucus and was like, I'm not going to let that happen to me. I'm going to start killing me some niggers right now. <laughs> so, when, so when I run for president, hey. they're not going to be able to do that to me. That is the kind of experience that they were talking about when Hillary Clinton was the most experienced person. Uh, I mean, the the Clintons know how to run a campaign. They know how to win. Yeah. So he's done so. I mean, and LGBT um, uh, comrades have been talking about, you know, how he continued Reagan's legacy of not doing any fucking thing was part of and continued Reagan's legacy of not doing a fucking thing about the AIDS crisis. and All their this shit. I I saw the like, you know, the drawings, you know, the cartoonists of like him, you know, meeting Barbara up in heaven. And I'm like, it'd be great if there was one with like, you know, the hundred thousand people that died of AIDS while he was president, like greeting him up in heaven. Yeah. Oh, that would actually be a really good one. Yeah. So we we've gotten to the point now online. So we weren't at that point with McCain. When no. A lot, there was a lot of conflict and pushback when people were pointing out that McCain, you know, was a piece of shit who yeah. was also a racist, open racist, like, <laughs> like and not like in the fifties either. Like in like two thousand and nine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Openly racist. And when we when when there was a lot of pushback on that, right. you know, from liberals, from centrists, of course. 
course, right. from the right, of course. He did give, you know, a thumbs down when he uh, when he was Phantom Pain style John McCain with the, uh, <laughs> the eye patch. Yeah, but, you know, it, uh, this time around, like, that hasn't been really happening. Like, there's been a no. few dead enders, but, like, you can count them on one hand, and they're all just these weird internet weirdos who, of course. who, who but like... But that's on Twitter, and, I'm, and we have to say that if you've been watching CNN or I think even especially MSNBC, this has been a nonstop, just like, you know, uh, uh, like somber music playing, talking about oh, wow. how like this guy <laughs> fucking won the Cold War for us. And the I'm like, it's so funny that they're being like, he ended the Cold War. I'm like, against the country that we're now like sort of trying to start a cold war with <laughs> the one right you now, talk, the, the one, country that you, the country that you say about. like stole our election and Putin's the real president. You're saying he ended that war is the one you're talking about, right? But yeah, so um, um, like they're like a, aside from a few weirdos who like, have bylines at like war criminal weekly or whatever like <laughs> no one's really out there trying to defend the good name of uh right. george hw bush even our boys over at crooked media they wow. were smart enough. they just hid behind an obama retweet yes they did not tweet out their little obituary no. about how honorable uh and the service the service the wonderful uh, service the yeah. lifetime of civil service. service that's the thing that always drives me like the lifetime of civil. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> the, yeah, a be, lifetime of like being elected. Like. Yes, <laughs> becoming the the most the, as rich and as the, right. uh, as powerful as you can possibly be as a right. human being is not service yeah, to that's others. Not civil that's service. Not service becoming yeah. po- ultra powerful and ultra rich is not right. serving the not country. Anybody. Uh, but aside from like even the crooked media guys, they're not touching it. They're they just no. retweeted Obama saying something so that people wouldn't yell at them. Because I I think it's kind of an important thing, an important moment. Um, I don't want to exaggerate it, but maybe this is like the one of the you know this is the most um, largest amount of people in history who are willing to celebrate the deaths of like an American president who are like Americans are in the West. Yeah. Like that's kind of a interesting thing. Like I'm not saying it's the majority, obviously it's no. not, but, but when you're looking online and you more, look at Twitter, you're more than more before, than, more than before. And yeah. I think that's kind think of that's a, a positive. Thing. We're moving in the right direction anyway. Yeah, this yeah, is incrementalism is what it is. Leslie, every president yeah. that dies, we just have to get a little, a little bit better at it every single time. Oh God! Do we have to thank Trump for this? For like <laughs> ripping off the mask? This is one of the things. Like you know, I I I say this about Trump that I'm like, you know, in being as awful as he is, he's like made everybody learn about how government works, and also like learn that the presidency like is is trash and doesn't mean anything. <laughs> the presidency is canceled. Basically. Yeah, the presidency is canceled, and I think it's a good thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, he sucks. Um, I'm glad that everybody knows it, and I look forward to having you know similar discussions when, uh, hopefully, hopefully Kissinger, 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 Kissinger soon. Yeah, Kissinger. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I even look forward to to W going uh, to Clinton going because I feel like Clinton is sort of nicely 
um, no longer beloved now that he can finally no. die. Like, I think they're not even going to be able to do a real, you know, Clinton was a great man thing, uh, which is great because he, you know, that happened just in time for him to uh, shuffle from this mortal coil. Yeah, like the same thing, like the whole Me Too thing really yeah. took, you know, Clinton down the pick and it's taking uh, uh, H.W. Bush a pick too because um, he. David Copperfield. He liked groping women and yeah. girls, um, yeah. apparently, in his later ages. How which nice is, and normal. I mean, I guess that totally is normal for like a guy who was just like a wealthy elite guy for his entire life, like who never, like, probably no one ever said no to him about anything ever. Uh, so you know why? Why all of a sudden when he's ninety years old, will he would he get in trouble for this? They weren't able to push back so hard because George H. W. Bush was such a joke, yeah, for so many years. I mean, he threw up on the fucking Japanese president like he was kind of just an embarrassing figure, and then he lost. He was a one-term president. Yes, one term. A bear. Pathetic. Worst thing that can happen to you. But yeah, like Trump isn't going to be a one-term president. That's I, we I, shall I, see, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> I like I, like if it, there's one thing one good thing about Trump being reelected is that you can hold over George H.W. Bush's head forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, rest in piss, George H.W. Bush. I mean, fuck George H.W. Bush. Oh, I used to remember like Jim Rome would always like just drag his ass and be like, you know, this George H.W. Bush. He married his mother. <laughs> just just such cruelty from a guy who's not even political. Like, everybody hated this guy for years, yeah. just thought he was, like, a pathetic piece of shit. And then the son came along and, like, rebuilt. That's the, that's, the, oh, that's, the, oh, that's the thing that actually made people think he was better is because yeah. his son was so much worse. <laughs> that was the only thing that redeemed him. I actually think also that... I, I, I guess I feel like people remember more like the funny portrayals of George H.W. Bush, like the George H.W. Bush on The Simpsons or like Dana Carvey's George H.W. Bush when they're thinking about this man. Like they're not thinking of the like extremely paternal, like, you know, elite, like upper crust rich guy. who <laughs> He's very Trump like, actually, yes. except, you know, just like more actually involved in like truly disgusting shit, like from his time at the CIA. Oh yeah, like this is uh he, he's a monster of a man and <laughs> he's dead now and we never yeah. have to talk about him again. Fuck you. That's yeah. your legacy. Goodbye to George Hell uh where he is. <laughs> Bush. <laughs> uh but you just Jack, you just mentioned um Dana Carvey and his yeah. uh portrayal and I guess it's time that we talk on Stroke Session a little bit about Saturday Night Live. Really? I, I'm not. You're you're ambushing me with this. I'm not sure. <laughs> you're not I prepared to talk about to talk about Saturday, Saturday Night Live. Live. I guess I can talk a little bit about Saturday Night Live, but I mean, it's just Saturday Night Live is so bad. It's unbelievable. You you sent me the clip just now of like they did a Mueller song. Yes, I mean, I think I'm gonna put it at the top of the show and make the listeners have to listen to. Oh my god, uh, the whole thing before they get into the show. It is brutal. It's so. But so they, they all I wait for Christmas is Robert Mueller. <laughs> I, I, I need to take this back because I said this on Pod Damn America, and people are just giving it credit to like other people for saying it. But Mueller is just QAnon for liberals. That's like <laughs> it, that's their final hope of you yeah. know redemption, revelation, what have you. Where like 
you know, it's just going to, Mueller's going to come down from the sky, get rid of the Cheeto president, and then they're going to have President <laughs> Hand. He's going to chase sale. him around the Oval Office, like push him down and then handcuff him like a cop <laughs> grabbing a perp. And he's going to be like, Mr. Trump, uh, would you like me to read you your rights? Oh, man. But And then he's going to spank him. He's going to pull his pants down and spank Trump's red ass. But it, you think over at SNL, they would see all the criticism that they've been getting for literally every political thing sure. they've done this year um, from the like, but they keep, but they don't get it. And they just keep doubling down. Like they I did th- another, I think that they did another like gay. Yeah. Trump, they did another Putin homophobic bit. Like, yeah. how do you like, do you not understand? So I think that that's because my understanding is that. There's like a couple guys that write all the political cold opens over at SNL. And I can't remember their names. It's probably like Jim Downey or something like that. Um, <clears throat> so it's just these really old guys. I, I feel like one of them even like famously never uses Twitter and they like think that that's good or something like that. <laughs> uh, uh, so that could be the answer to why. Like, that you know, they never see any of that shit because, uh, you know. It's like a couple very old writers who have been doing that shit since the 80s. I even think that they have like a conservative bent. And that's why your political cold opens on SNL, you know, less so now because they're all just about like being like, you know, like Alec Baldwin. I'm trying to like figure out how to do an Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump. But it's something like it's like um, it's like it's like so bizarre. It's a strange, very strange Trump that I can't do. Um, But it doesn't sound like Trump at all. Um, no, and, and you know, we've talked a lot about the failure of political comedy in the age of Trump. Yeah. Because Trump... SNL is maybe the worst offender. Worst offender, like, because they've... They, they have nothing to offer. Like, the funniest thing that they did with Trump was... Ha- with, with The funniest thing that they ever did with Trump was having him on. Was literally him doing, you know... Um, hotline bling. Hotline like, bling. Yeah, that's the funniest thing they've done on Trump is like him just at, being in a Drake video, literally. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, I mean, their their brand of sort of just like recapping whatever what happened this week, like direct to camera with people dressed up as the characters. Like, I think it's not funny. I don't think it's like good writing. Uh, I don't think it's good commentary. And at worst, I think it kind of like endears people to this cast of characters. Yes. You know, like I think it makes people like Sean Spicer more. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like, it's just making like, it's like, it's like um, our cartoon president or something, but actually worse. Yeah. It's, it's so bad. And I, I do want to say like, Trump has some good material this week. Like he had <laughs> probably the best tweet of the week with the very legal, very and legal, very, legal, very cool. Very cool one. But you can't and, do that because like Baldwin's Trump is not actual Trump. It's like this weird like like okay, how are you doing? It? Like it's like he sounds like Cartman or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm like you can't really do yeah. you know Trump's very funny tweet because Baldwin wouldn't be able to do that right. He's just better being like okay, I poop my little poopy pants and I want to kiss Putin. I'm I want to kiss look- and love him. <laughs> I'm just looking at Twitter and type in very legal and very cool. And all these people are trying to make jokes that are funnier than the original. And they all fail. Trump's is always funnier. Well, that's been a big problem with comedy in the age of Trump is that Trump is just like as a Homer Simpson character, like 
a funnier writer than a lot of the comedy writers on these yeah. shows. Yeah. And the only one who gets it is, of course, Matt Christman. He just says, like, wow, this, I don't know how he keeps coming up with good material. He's the greatest <laughs> of all time, which is true. Like, you, can, you can't top some of this stuff yeah. that comes from his very, very strange brain. Well, he's a strange old guy, and he's like a, He's just like Sean Hannity or something like that. Like, he's just like a really old. I mean, that's not oh, to underplay or discount like how much actual real damage that no, Trump no, has no, done. No. Like, it's like I, I want to separate these two things out because we should be able to like recognize and see how funny and ridiculous this man is while also being like, but also he's like causing real fucked up, horrible things to happen. And like, like I don't want to discount that. No, no. <laughs> I think people, I think anybody listening to Stroke Social yeah. understands. Just in general. That though, we enjoy we that like- Trump, the comedian, is the funniest comedian right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, I wish it wasn't the case. I really do. He just shouldn't be the president. This is going to be more controversial than comic books or, or video games are better than movies. Is uh, Trump is the best comedian? Yeah, well, he is. Like, but I'm just sorry. tell me, point me, let me point me. Who's funnier? People will be like, like Nick Kroll. I'm like, no, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't agree there. <laughs> everything. If you replace Nick Kroll with Trump and everything Nick Kroll's been in, it's immediately funnier. Oh and I God. like Nick Kroll. I think he's, he's very really funny. funny. I tried to pick someone who was kind of funny. Like uh, easy to say Trump's funnier than Dane Cook. You know. Yeah, but they, Donald Trump still fun. If Donald Trump was in the league instead of Nick Kroll, it would be a much funnier show. <laughs> well, in retrospect, now especially. <laughs> That'd be great if Trump had been in the league. Oh God! Um, anyway, anyway, I don't. I hate to say it, but the the man makes me fucking laugh a lot. Like that, very legal and very cool. Like cracked me the fuck up. I mean, SNL's terrible. It's really hard for me to like. I I, I think SNL's like political comedy has never been that good. But they're sort of like playing by the same old playbook as they always played on SNL and. You know, and they're also like tweaking it with some new things, like making everybody be played by celebrities. And I kind of do think that, you know, not to like overplay it, it, like it is kind of ugly and it does make people like these Trump characters a little bit more, uh, except for Trump himself, who I swear the whole thing is designed to like make him mad and make him tweet about it because. Of course, that is like the best free advertising that SNL gets. I mean, these these sketches are designed yeah. for him to like give them free advertising about them, which I'm like, yeah. I don't think that that's that like cool or interesting. Yeah, and I and don't know. That's a, a problem too because the whole because like the premise of like every one of these skits I've ever seen is that everybody else involved knows that Trump is a dumbass right but they just pretend otherwise it lets everybody else off the hook in these sketches and it's because they're doing this kind of like weird ongoing sitcom thing like they're not really sketches they're like we're supposed to know the like ongoing storyline of like kate mckinnon's jeff sessions and like you know uh beck's uh like shirtless vladimir putin like we're supposed to know the history that you know Trump is gay with Putin and they're jilted lovers. And then they kiss. He kissed, uh, you know, Sean Spicer in, in one of the first uh, very weird homophobic uh, moments on SNL. Not, uh, not ever on SNL, but in their Trump sketches. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. And I, I just want to uh, say one other funny thing. Trump tweeted. He retweeted 
the um, joke that Hillary made about all black people looking alike. <laughs> that was really this is, funny. This is on the president of the United I States know. of America's account. And, and, you know, before people, are, you know, before people are like, that's not, you know, I mean, who gives a shit? First of all, I always think it's funny to watch on cable news. They're like, the fact that the president of the United States is tweeting something like this is just yeah. unconscionable. I'm like, what fucking planet, by the way, have you lived on for yeah. like... I, haven't we been doing this for like two years? Like, why two do you years, still act yeah. like this? Like, it's actually not abnormal for a president to tweet like this. It's oh, like Jack, you got extremely Jack, fucking normal. Jack, for you got to be careful. You, are, Jack. You oh, this is careful. not normal. You were normalized. Right, right. You were normalized. Damn it! Now. I normalized. You normalized him. him. Fuck! I, I always accidentally normalize him. You normalized the guy who's it. been president for I know. two years. It's my <laughs> fault. I'm sorry, everybody, for normalizing the president, the most powerful man. Theoretically, in the world, um, I'm sorry for normalizing him. This is uh, not normal. I have to remind myself that this is not normal. Keep posting through it. Keep pretending that this is not happening. <laughs> this is not happening. This is not normal. It's not normal. They're not going to be nice to Trump like this when he dies. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I've actually talked to some people. I've actually talked to some people. I'm like, when McCain died, I think I actually sit or I forget who I was like, so, no, not not usually when it's not, it's not the death. It's, you know, people are always saying, oh, Reagan was so much better than Trump. Oh, right. George Bush, W. Bush was so much better than Trump. I'm, I actually said to somebody, you're going to be saying the same thing when, you know, president, you know, uh, death monger. Is elected uh, in eight years. Like Trump makes me, makes me wish Trump was still around. And they actually said to me, "Well, yeah, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you actually believe? So what's the point? In? What's the yeah. point? All right. So, well, speaking of uh, you know ongoing soap operas without a point, sure. Netflix has um, divested itself from the uh, Marvel. Uh, Who knows TV what happened? Universe. Who knows what happened there? I mean. This is this is like the the hand of the nefarious Thanos himself plucking characters so beloved away from us. Uh, I mean, I to be honest with you, I I could not give a shit. I'd never watched like the uh, Netflix Marvel shows because I don't you know I don't think Netflix uh, makes real TV shows, so I no, refuse to watch them. <laughs> they don't. They don't make real TV shows, and they don't make good TV shows. But I'm gonna maybe you know defend some of the creators, okay. the not the creators so much because none of them did a good job. But the creatives, the mm -hmm. actors, the actresses in these shows, specifically Rosario Dawson, who ah, is okay. amazing in every single thing she sure. does, and deserved a little bit more. If she's gonna get a little bit of that Disney money, she deserved a little bit more than like the Disney money of a side character from the TV show, right? So she who was, was she on the show? She was Night Nurse. Night oh nurse. man, that that's a waste. It's Night such nurse? a waste. Come on, like she's such a badass. She could play literally, you know, any you know of these badass superheroines. But she got you know saddled with Night, Night nurse. nurse and like and like all these actors. They were you know they thought they were getting into this you know the one movie series that exists now the marvel the last thing. one the last, the last one. one they thought they the were last movie series they thought wow. that what they were signing up for it was just Horrible a different it was a, 
Yeah, because when it was presented, it was like, oh, this is going to be connected to the wider universe. This is going to be a new thing. This isn't going right. to be just a spinoff TV show. This is a whole world. We're going to make this show and that show. You might and this even show. meet Agent Coulson in this show. Yeah. Maybe Agent Coulson will show up. The, yeah, there's going to be crossovers. There's going to be opportunities to move up to the big screen. Yeah. None of that fucking Never. happened for no. any of them. No. And it's, it really pisses me off because I know some of them probably thought, you know, if I hold out, I could probably be like the second bad guy in Thor 3. And they, but they signed up with the show and no. they just got, they, they went with, he went with Daredevil. He should have <sighs> been like uh, the collector. You're right. Yes. That would have been so. How much? How, how, how? It sucks that the guy who got Daredevil is worse off than the guy who's the, like the collector. Yeah, like Vincent D'Onofrio could have been like you know either like the Goldblum guy in Thor three. Oh like, yeah. He, could, he, he definitely could have done that. I mean, he's great as Kingpin, but like he he didn't make as much money as he should have. Well, I'm but sorry. Uh, we we should look at it. We should be happy for these people because now they're not enslaved uh in the the marvel system for the rest of their days uh, uh but the thing is there's no other system uh, aside from that so oh you're the- right they don't get to be in the only movies <laughs> yes. That's too bad for them yeah it does suck for like i i i didn't really enjoy any of these shows i, I as i said rosario dawson was great vincent d'onofrio was great that's about it. I didn't really get into these shows. I, I even like even I tried to watch Punisher, couldn't get into it. Tried to watch Jessica Jones, three episodes. I was done. Did do the power through the first season of Daredevil. Couldn't make it to the through the second season. I don't. I just don't think any They're of these not shows, good shows. They're like not good. <laughs> like yeah. the problem. I, I I I've heard Jessica Jones is good, but. I read the comic, and so I was kind of like, "Oh, I like I know what happens in Jessica Jones. I don't need to watch it. Like <laughs> oh, I know they, already. Yeah. You know, oh, you don't want the more sanitized version? Of no, it. I don't want the like baby version. Yeah, it's just, and none of these shows were any good. But I do really feel for, and the reason why all these shows are getting canceled is basically the people who create the Marvel TV shows and the people who create the Marvel movies hate each other and don't right. get along. <laughs> You know, uh, I I think that this is obviously just this is, you know, we're going to see a lot of Disney shit come off of Netflix very soon. If yeah. you like Disney stuff oh, yeah. uh, on that Netflix, <laughs> any of the rest of it, uh, don't anticipate that being around uh, for much longer because I bet Disney's like five dollar a month streaming service will start. Is it, I, I wonder if they've announced the prices yet, but it'll be low to start. And then after a couple of years, it'll be sixty bucks, folks. Yes, it's <laughs> gonna be. Uh, it, no, one, it's just gonna. It's just gonna be a bunch of different channels. It's gonna one, be a Mar- Marvel one, yeah. old school Disney. That's what it is uh, already. New I Disney, think, yeah. yeah. It'll just be cable, but only Disney, but only Disney <laughs> channels. Uh, and then especially when AT and T and Disney merge, uh, well, oh, especially it'll be like eighty bucks for oh. uh, for the only streaming service that is like legally allowed to exist (laughs) (laughs) oh man really looking for this is a wonderful future very exciting times and hey you know what's really exciting especially exciting about it it's gonna also coincide with uh net neutrality being repealed and them starting to charge uh extra for specific types of internet so you know how like cable you know had to you just pay extra for channels and uh pay-per-view and everything get ready for like pay per website get ready for like uh pay per website and the streaming service costs as much as cable and only gets you disney stuff 
Yeah. You're going to have a cap on how many movies you can stream uh, yeah. per month across all three Disney services. It's going to be great. What I'm really looking forward to, though, is, you know, they have the Disney vault. I'm looking forward to when yeah. we get to the point where they have the Marvel vault. Oh, and soon. Iron Man 2 soon. will go away. Iron Man 3 <laughs> is like, you won't be able to see Iron Man 2. That is so funny. <laughs> like like the, the tale of Iron Man 2 is going to be gone for a little while. It's going into the Marvel well, vault. Well, my big thing is that, like, you know, they're going to remake every Disney movie at this point. Like, they're now doing yes. Pinocchio again. So they're going to put all the first ones back in the vault, and then they're never going to take them out. They're going to, like, it's going to be 1984. These will be the only versions <laughs> of the Disney movies. Oh, if they, They'll just go all the way with the vault and be like, this is the last time ever you'll ever see original animated Pinocchio. And we haven't gotten the yell about um, the Lion King bullshit. Ugh. All right. So I just want to be clear. I am definitely the first person who observed that this movie called a live action movie it's not live action. does not have one live action thing. It's, it. a, it's a different cartoon. Did you watch the one for Aladdin also? No, no. I the Aladdin that. trailer, you should even watch it right now because it's just like it's all animated except for one shot, which just looks like like once upon a time or something like that. It's like Aladdin with a bunch of like goopy special effects coming at him. Awful. I mean, these Disney movies like I, I can't even believe it. It's like it's it's very infantilizing. I think I think it's because it's not intended for children I, I guess I, it is intended for children to go to but it's also intended for adults yeah adults who already saw like, who like, like much better already. the much better looking animation like yeah the like, laden one like he he has like his beard stubble is like cgi and this one I, it, it's like also by the way like hand-drawn animation like is a bigger technical feat is cooler is more beautiful yes. like so we're like watching like a sort of like Final Fantasy Spirits Within version of Lion King for some reason. Did you see the uh, the Beauty and the Beast one? No, I did. I saw clips of it. I mean, it's terrible. Like, if you watch this movie, it's like, um, it's like it's very like a like Friday night ABC event of Beauty and the Beast <laughs> live, except for the special effects, which are obviously like higher quality than like a TV event would be. But if you watch the like live sequences in the movie, I'm like, they're not very good. Yeah, I don't know who these could possibly be for. And it, like you were talking about the 2D animation being so cool, like where is Disney's responsibility, you know, as a company who built themselves off of the art of 2D animation? Like, why are they trying to kill it? Um, do they not have enough money to pay for more 2D animated features? I think if any company does, they do. If any company has any responsibility, they do to continue that trend instead of just making this these really ugly air quotes live action uh cgi films well you know i think also that you know those old disney movies those act the ones that were actually animated are going to like stand the test of time you'll be able to watch those movies like you know the uh, um snow white is not going to be any less beautiful a movie you know in 20 in the year 2200 than it is today but if you watch like Toy Story today, and I bet you if you watch like this new Lion King, then it's going to just look like ridiculously bad, <laughs> like yes. astonishingly bad, like how like PlayStation looks to us now. 
Oh, hold up. Okay. Resident Evil 2 still holds up. All right. <laughs> Resident Evil 2 is still you, good. You, I believe, are thinking of Code Veronica, I think. Symphony. It's Symphony. The, oh, no, no, no. You're I conflating play, Code Veronica. No, 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 no. I still play Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 1, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which is 2D and uh, pixel art and is very, very good. Video game makers are, uh, don't have their hands clean here either. A lot of companies have gone away from, you know, hand-drawn animation to True. 3D uh, models, especially in fighting games. But not it's, Rayman. Rayman has stuck it out after yes. all this time. And the 3D models, they're not as good. Sorry. Sorry. Fighting games should go back to true 2D. Yeah. Yeah, they really should. I agree. Skull, Skullgirls looks amazing. And I won't be playing them until they do. I'm going to announce it right now. Sorry, Leslie. We won't have our uh, Dragon Ball game <laughs> until one comes out that's I in- should. Fantastic two dimensions. I should mention, you know, for our longtime struggle session listeners, um, Jack once proclaimed on a Twitch stream that I would never ever beat him at Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Um, he said this because I had beaten him repeatedly in all the other fighters we played. Um, yes, I am the best one on the show. And so when I went to his house, I was hoping... You're the funniest one on the show too, right? Yes, I I am, even though I didn't get on Zach Broussard's list, unfortunately. Okay. But when I went over to Jack's house, um, he, had com- he had conveniently erased everything from his computer, basically. Uh, I had a very uh, highly publicized error with my computer where I may have, you know fucked up a whole motherboard by putting too much um, thermal paste on it but you know everything was not installed on my PC while Leslie was here as a result of that after I had the computer repaired I formatted and installed a new version of Windows and so it would have taken quite some time it would have been possible then if we really had dedicated ourselves to it but Leslie was very kind in the moment he said oh well you know it's really no problem at all. If, if you had to reinstall everything, that's totally understandable. Uh, but now I find out that it's only because you wanted to ambush me uh, about it once we were back on the show. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. I just want to say um, he is ducking me. Uh, <laughs> okay. I have I have been practicing a little bit. A little okay. bit. Well, then I will. I mean, I you'll never beat me. You'll never beat me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So anything else to talk about? Anything cool or terrible happen? And other, is Kissinger dead yet since we started No, I mean, show? let me check. Let me, let's see. There should be one of those websites. You know, it's KissingerDeadYet.com. But let's just see if Kissinger happens to be trending on Twitter. Um, It appears the man is still alive. Son of a bitch. Oh, All well. Right. All right, everyone. Well, we'll see you next time. And hopefully Henry Kissinger will have died by then. We can all... Uh, uh, Let's all hope. Let's all hope together.
like what you hear, want to hear more, check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.